Today on the Win Daily Show, we have Javi Perlezzo, Win Daily fantasy writer, full-time DFS player, some highlights of 2019 WFBC finalist with over 200K in MLB DFS with six 20K first place finishes in 2019, 40K in profits in 2019 NFL season, qualified for the NHL Live Final and qualified for the DraftKings and FanDuel Live Finals in the NBA before, unfortunately, things got cut a little short. Javi, appreciate you hanging out with me, man. Hey, man, it's great to be here. You're, I'm a big fan of you, Michael, so I'm excited to be here. Well, we get to talk uh, in normal times. We get to talk on the radio every Sunday, which is always fun. Uh, but now, now I get to do a little bit more uh, of a deep dive, let's say, where yeah. I get to learn, learn who the man Javi is, learn who he oh, is as a person. Stop it. You're going to make a Cuban man blush, all right? I love it, man. Awesome. So <laughs> I, the first question I got for you, man, is what does it mean to you to win daily? Yeah, for me, uh, it's not only, you know, winning for myself, but to win daily also means to help others win. So that's what it means. It's not just, it's a two-prong approach. It's me and, and my profits from my family, from my life and whatnot. And then it's also for helping others win daily. So that's what it means for me. Uh, it feels better for me. Obviously, I love to win, but it feels better for me when I have others win as well. So that's the kind of person I am. I love that. Yes. Humble too. That's always nice. But um, really, you know, I do enjoy listening to you talking and, and understand how you go about it because you clearly do care. I think that is a really cool aspect of what Jason's been able to build here with the Wind Daily teams because we have some incredible people like yourself. What are you like a top 50, top 40 uh, DFS player in the world? Something like that. I don't know. Be humble. You don't have to tell me, yeah. but you can if you'd like. Yeah. yeah. Last time we checked, I think it was like 44. And then with the esports stuff, I'm. 24 right now which is crazy i mean there's no there's no daily fantasy that's all we have so it's been well, fun yeah and you learned it on the fly i mean i don't think you were doing that esports stuff before uh, no. so it's pretty impressive it's a it's a huge testament and we'll get to that in a little bit huge testament about how how you go about it but i do appreciate that you help others and i think that's a really important part of i mean sports it's an important part of life i mean you're on a team you're trying to help others as well uh there's very few sports obviously you have golf and tennis and nascar and after that you know there's very few sports where you're just an individual by yourself so being able to help lend a hand lend some ideas i think that's really important so how um how'd you get into becoming a dfs player and, and how'd you get so darn good at it yeah for me it was uh i'm a big fan of gambling i'm a big fan of sports so i when i saw dfs i thought hey what better way than to combine them both together you know so being a sports fanatic, I love watching every sport. Hockey's my favorite, even though I'm from South Florida, which is funny because uh, we don't know what ice looks like. Um, but beside that, I, uh, I thought just giving it a, a try. I tried a kind of like a part-time year of trying it out. And uh, I noticed that I caught on kind of fast. There's a lot of analytics behind it. But for me, I just focused on my process and – I became successful and I was like, you know what? I, ha I have the bankroll. Let's, uh, let's give it a whirl and then made it full time after a few successful seasons. So that's incredible, man. And what exactly does full time look for a, uh, to, to, for a DFS player? Yeah. It seems like it's all day to be honest. That's for full time. <laughs> but between, uh, I guess, researching everything, the multiple sports, uh, helping out others, writing the articles, it, it does feel like full time is, you know, anywhere between eight to 12 hours. I mean, it's, it's a lot. Um, you know, this, this is a full-time gig. Um, I also have a, you know, full-time job outside of DFS. 
So it's a lot, but for me, I'm a, I'm a very structured person. And I manage my time really well. So it works out in the end. Hey man, we all have 24 hours in a day. It just depends on how you use them, right? So yeah, if you're, exactly. whatever, whatever you're doing right, man, keep doing it because we love, we love watching it. So I guess with being there essentially from the beginning, as you said, you love sports, you love gambling. This is just a nice combination of the both. How have you seen the different iterations or the evolution of the DFS landscape, I guess, change over you know the last, I mean, seven years, I feel like 2013-ish, 2012-ish is when it really, really started to get big. What have you seen in those seven years in, in competition, in um, information, in those analytics, the tools that you use? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I've, I've only been doing it about three, four years, two years full-time, actually, which doesn't seem as much. I was a little behind on the ball. Um, so what really what it boils down to is the evolution just getting more and more. The last like six months alone, there's been and before the everything happened, the last six months, there's just been an increased analytics portion of it. So between all that research being done from that and looking at not just like month or daily numbers, looking at like yearly numbers and what they've done in the past and career wise and all that it's just a plethora of information and it's getting very competitive. You know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Um, you know, everybody would be successful, I should say. And for, for me, it's just, it's becoming increasingly challenged, but I love a challenge. So. Well, it, yeah, it's what it's more, it's more enjoyable that way. It's, it's, it's fun when you play NHL live on hard and win than compared to when you play one of your coworkers and just throttle them. Right. Like where's the fun in that? <laughs> Yeah, good point. I agree 100%. Where's the fun in that, man? And um, so with with that being said, how do you learn all the, like, as you said, you know, there's a lot of analytics behind it. You're obviously writing, you're doing a lot, you're helping others. Where do these skills come from? Where did you learn them? And how do you develop them on a daily basis? Yeah, I, I really learned it on on my own. You know, I looked at sites similar to WinDaily. Um, and I looked at other sites and I looked at then what worked. And then I used the important analytics, the important features, uh, and focused that in mind. So every, every sport is different, you know, every sport. Yeah. They say the stack, but in certain sports, stacking doesn't always work. So it makes life interesting. So it's just me when I write, I feel like that's when I have the best research actually for myself is because I'm putting my knowledge on there. So I have it up here, I have my notes, and then I write it out and I give it to others. And it's like a secondary, um, I guess, reminder of what I'm mm-hmm. doing. So, and I like to share the knowledge. So, Yeah, as we said, you're, you're, you're a very giving gentleman. Um, and we do appreciate that about you. And, and um, with that, I mean, just being doing that extra research, that extra accountability, it sounds like, is really something that you take advantage of. Not only utilize, but you also take advantage of that accountability by knowing Hey, now other people's bankrolls are, uh, are, are, uh, but not quite on my hands, but at the same time, there, you got a little influence in it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it feels good. I, like I said, when I wake up and I see somebody takes down CSGO, which I don't know if you're familiar with that Counter-Strike Go, that's, that's the new sport now in daily fantasy besides the League of Legends stuff. Uh, you know, waking up to somebody having a takedown is like, dude, this is great. And it's all because of my player pool. I'm like, yeah, this is wonderful. You know, it feels good. It does feel good. As long as you, as long as you win too, right? 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. Of course, you're just doing it because you're a nice guy. Uh, and along the way, hopefully, you get a couple of those takedowns. We've seen your name pop up enough times this year already, man. We yeah. we know what you're capable of, and we do appreciate that. So, what is it like um, when Jason came to you about the idea with Win Daily? What what were some of your ideas, and and how did you how did you kind of get integrated into the family here? Yeah. So, for me, it was uh, I was basically referred to Jason and a few other sites and I looked at Win Daily, uh, the first site. I didn't even review the other sites and I saw that it was a growing company. It looked like it was a very humble family because that's what I was looking for as well. Was somebody that was humble, willing to give to others and didn't have a big ego or personality. So seeing that, talking to Jason, talking to the the senior writers and whatnot, um, I just like what I saw and I was like, you know what? I don't even need to look elsewhere. So um, and then for, for me bringing what I, I, I use basically what I thought was great from other sides and was great for me. And then I brought that to Jason and I just kept bringing ideas. You know, I'm a, I'm an ideas man. I don't know if that's a word or whatever it's called, but <laughs> that's basically what I was doing with Jason. So, and I, and I liked it, you know, it's, and we'll, we'll talk about it, but you know, I see it as a family and Jason's like the, the papa. Papa, Papa Bear, you know? Papa Mizrahi. Yeah, I like that. It's got a nice ring to it. Maybe we should just start calling him that before he listens yeah. to this so he doesn't really know what's going on. Uh, but I do like that. And I guess, so what, um, what is it like? You know, you were, I, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know what number writer you were, employee you were here with Wind Daily, but what was it like um, kind of being here from close enough, if not the get-go and being able to kind of have a hand in how this iteration of the website and the content and everything goes about. Yeah. So I came in pretty much middle of the pack um, or middle way through midway through the site. Um, so it was still progressing, still working its way. And, and basically what I did was, um, you know, I just provided time ideas. I saw where there was potential, what others were doing, what we could do and just kind of focused on that portion. So um Again, I just had, I just felt like a lot of slight sites were la- slacking in one department and the staff was, you know, full of themselves and stuck up and posting all this unprofessional stuff. I'm like, let's keep it professional. Let's keep it like this. Let's stay as a family. Let's stay close. Let's give ideas. Does that answer your question? I, I kind of I forgot. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Papa Mizrahi, he, he had a good idea and you helped him out with it. I like that. Yeah, and and yeah. again, it, it makes sense. You're here. You want to give, you want to help. Um, you've been, you've been in the industry long enough that you kind of saw what you liked and what you didn't. And it sounded like mm-hmm. here, as you said, it was a family. There's an opportunity here to really have a hand in something. And and help people get right. takedowns. That's why we're here, man. We want to help you win, uh, win at sports. We want to help you win at life. But importantly, we want to help you win some money, man. That's what it's all about. Like, yeah, win daily. Win daily, baby. Let's get it. And then, um, so what are some of your processes and structures and, I guess, philosophies when it does come to gambling, when it does come to DFS? Not every sport specifically, but like, what are some yeah. of the things that you try and keep a hold of and make sure that you're following, you know, your book? Because it's gotten you yeah. this far so far. Yeah, for me, it's always, I always go with, and this is, I don't want to sound cliche, but it's going with my gut. So if I like something that I've researched the night before, and I basically, I always lock in lineups the night before. And then as the day progresses, I might tinker, you know, after sleeping on it, whatever. This mind never sleeps. Maybe that's why I don't sleep well. But really what it comes down to is making sure I go with my gut, go with, you know, what I've researched, what I focus, my process. And, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, that's, that's a motto I live by. Um, 
<clears throat> so for me, my process consists of, you know, um, picking on weaker teams all the time, stacking up against those weaker teams. And really it's just, you know, I go by hedging a lot. So if I focused on five lineups, let's say, I'll do four lineups of picking on that weaker team. And you know what? I won't pick that, that last fifth lineup. I won't use that lineup or that team again. And I'll go a different route, you know? So that's ultimately what it boils down to. I love that. And that's, I think it's pretty important um, just getting to understand kind of the mind, um, the madness, I guess you could say, of what goes through your brain. Because again, you've been, I said some of the numbers before and you're, seems like you're probably close to taking down a million bucks if you haven't already just in total at this point right yeah pretty close so pretty close. uh unfortunately it's a new year uh i did have a hundred thousand dollar hit on january 1st so it was a good start to the new year which is great so happy new year i know you have a uh you have a beef with uh FanDuel, if i'm not mistaken over golf um but yeah. we don't have to talk too too much about that one it, it happens hurts my feelings a little bit yeah. <laughs> i thought i had to bring it up a little bit um and then I guess outside, you know, as we say, you know, we want to make sure that we're helping people not just win at sports. We want to help them live, win at life too. So to keep, to do all the things that you do, obviously you have two full-time jobs. Um, you have a life outside of both those full-time jobs. I think um, you probably have loved ones you want to see occasionally. What do you do outside of sports, outside of this mm-hmm. fantasy and this gambling and this fun part of your life to make sure that you're yeah. continuing to win daily just in general? Yeah. Yeah. So family first is always my motto. I've always been a family man. Um, I moved to San Diego a little over three years ago, before years in May. And I moved just with my fiance and my cat. Actually my cat right now is misbehaving and I had to open up the window because she kept scratching the walls. But anyways, uh, what I do is I, again, like I said, I'm a very structured person. So when it comes to, Hey, it's business, we stick to business. But then if, my fiance comes up to me and she tells me, Hey, you know, let's put the phone down. Let's go out to dinner. I'm, I'm prepped in the way that I'm structured in the way that I'm set to do what I'm doing for the night or doing for the day that I can go have a nice dinner, put my phone down. You know, I'm always checking my phone. It's a bad habit, but for me, I always keep in touch with family. And again, it's having a plan. You always have to have a plan and no matter what you do in life and DFS, whatever the case is, and then you got to stick to that plan. So execution is, is planning is key. And then execution of that plan is even more important. So for me, it's, it's always family first. They're the ones that are never going to leave you. DFS might leave us. Look at it. It's pretty much gone right now, but you know, families will always be there for us. It's gone right now. And still somehow you're number 24 in the world. So I, I don't know how, <laughs> how gone it really is, but I think it's, it's important to point that point out. And I think, you know, I think you're, you're completely right. You know, you have to have that plan, but one thing uh, just to kind of counter that point, just kind of understand, I guess your cat is still being uh, adorable. It looks like, but um, it, you know, what's, what's the, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. How do you make sure that you're adaptable? How do you make sure that if, your girlfriend comes up to you um, on a night where you know something big is going down. How do you make sure that you can still, you know, either lightly say, Hey, you know, I really have something important or you can say, you know what? All right. I can actually put my phone down, but maybe I can't put it down the whole time. How do you kind of adapt those? points? Yeah, it's a, it's a little give and take. So uh, a lot of IOUs, I guess I've been given out. So if something is important, obviously she's the boss. I'll tell people I'm the boss, but that's he a did not anybody I, out right? there. He did not roll his eyes. Don't worry. <laughs> She's the boss. Um, and ultimately what it boils down to is that um, she knows that it's important 
and I see see my cat, so that's funny. Um, she knows that this is important. This is an increased revenue stream for for us for the family. So um, she understands for the most part. But sometimes, you know, you got to shut down a little bit, and she helps me shut down. So she would tell me, "Hey, you're doing this a little too much." So. For me, it's uh, adaptability is super important and you got to be open to change because you never know when she's going to walk into this door right now and tell me, hey, put that laptop down. Let's hang out. I mean, we're working now. It's still early in the day here in, in San Diego, but um, it's important to basically accommodate the needs, but also tell her what the priorities are. And this is why I have to do this. So. And, and that makes sense. And I think that's, I mean, that's a healthy relationship right there, right? Like mm-hmm. having those, those opportunities and the ability to be able to have open communication while sounds easy for you and it sounds easy for me there's a lot of people out there that don't have that so that's definitely something that many people do have to work on um how when it comes back to you know the the daily aspects and you know having that plan and the communication obviously it's very important what is it like especially with you know a fiance and understanding you know sometimes i have you know six figures on the line tonight uh you know like the stress levels are going to get high at certain certain situations how do you make sure that you kind of keep that even keel because i've never really heard you raise your voice or you know other than a laugh or making fun of papa papa mizrahi like i've never heard you raise your voice or anything so how do you kind of keep that even keel and that stress level to a minimum other than obviously living in san diego yeah buy a massage chair. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, was, that was the one, the first hundred K hit I, I had, uh, she gave me the okay to get a massage chair cause I've been wanting it and, uh, it worked out, but no, for real, what it boils down to is just, it's, it has to do with yourself. A lot of the battles are within yourself. So it's just taking a deep breath and knowing that there's more to life than just this, you know, and that's why we talk about if it's too much, um, you know, if you're betting too much, you're losing too much, you need to, sit down and make a plan and, and think about the strategy you're going to take to basically fix this, you know, either it's not, you can quit uh, or it's going to dial it down a little bit, you know? So the battle with yourself is the most important taking that deep breath and saying, you know, Hey, um, this isn't the end of the world. All right. Yeah. It's a bad night. We all have bad nights. Again, if DFS was easy and everybody would win, everybody would do it. It's not easy. It's tough. And there goes a lot of planning and research and half the battle is mental. So um, it's really not getting upset with yourself, not having those regrets and then staying positive. I'm a very, I'm a big advocate with Papa Mizrahi that we need to stay positive at all times positive mental attitude i'll send you the gift later that i always send them because i think it's hilarious so love it and and i think again like a lot of that stuff is very very important and you know i i am someone i meditate every single day you know sometimes it's only Mm -hmm. for a couple minutes sometimes a little bit longer but it really does help me relax especially beginning in the morning or even at night to really just kind of again, just kind of level everything back out. What you were saying, stay positive as, as you, as I know you and, and get to know you better and some of the other members of the team, I see that. But again, it's a lot easier said than done, right? So is there anything 100%. specifically that you do to make sure that you kind of either cut those negative thoughts out or stay positive or do you reach out to friends? What are some of the, uh, the things that you do to make sure that you're staying as positive and at that high level as possible? Honestly, I just, I keep it between me, me myself and I. Um, I know that's, probably not the easiest answer but teach his uh, own you know yeah no i um uh, i also use um i wouldn't say family more like my fiance and kind of voice my frustration it's it's good sometimes to vent you know it's not you're human um in in our lives you, you have to argue if you're not arguing there's something wrong with you 
you have to vent, let out that anger. Um, and a lot of times it's just, you can find that special someone or that one person that will allow you to, to vent with them so that they understand your frustration. So for me, it's, there's no secret sauce except, you know, winning that battle with yourself and making sure that you stay positive at all times. Don't, you know, there's nothing more that I hate than, you know, baseball starts seven o'clock and a pitcher allows a home run and then everybody turns into negative. That frustrates me a little bit more when others are just giving up so fast. It's like, it's a long game. Again, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So that's really what it boils down to. That's a great analogy too. That actually happened in the discord. Um, I mean, I guess it was like a month ago now, someone had a, just a terrible first quarter and they started spouting mm-hmm. off and, and everyone's like, hey man, we're here for positivity. Like you don't know what's going to happen. If I'm not mistaken, that player, I mean, they didn't have the, the biggest night in the world, but it wasn't, you know, a dumpster fire that was originally expected. So it's kind of nice to have, again, that community aspect of what we're doing here too is I think so important and, and really being able to feed off the positivity of others while you are keeping it personal to yourself, you're still going to feed off that positive energy from everyone else. Yep, 100%. 100%. I love it. And so when it comes to, let's hop back to DFS for a second. With these new opportunities like esports, Counter Strike, um, League of Legends, uh, Rocket League, I don't know how much we deal in Rocket League yet, uh, but how do you go about complete? Like, it's one thing, like, I've been watching football my whole life, right? We've been watching football, basketball, hockey, baseball. How do you completely just be able to turn your brain all the way around? and learn something brand new, like these new esports opportunities that are out and about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything's a learning process, you know, when you first start. So for me, I took like a week kind of to learn to see what the killer strategy was per se. Um, I really didn't see any, nobody had any information. Um, so I learned by what's the, the word I'm trying. I learned by doing the process, whatever it's called learn by osmosis there you go it's not osmosis (laughs) learn by putting your uh i don't know know. you'll figure you know what i'm talking about but i I basically did it myself and uh, i realized what the killer strategy was and then i kind of shared that with others and then you know we had other staff members that were helping out too so it's it's all learning process it was a learning process for the whole industry no one was playing esports even the people that were our gamers or whatnot they weren't doing DFS esports and really what it boils down to is we need to fill that void of our sports and our gambling. So um, for me, my process in learning this new thing was trial by fire. There we go. That there was we it. Go. I got it. Um, so basically I, I dipped my hand in there and I, I, I basically was just learning what the best process was and just went about it that right. And it all boils down to stacking again, you know, stacking against the weak team. So, yeah. You figured it out, man. And it's incredible. And again, when, when looking at some of these early opportunities, you being a smart guy or maybe being a risk-taking guy, how do you look at, you know, okay, I'm, I'm not going to get it up into these gigantic tournaments yet. I'm not going to put thousands of dollars a lot on the line of something that I barely know. How do you kind of dip that toe in to really see and understand the market a little bit more before you really start going hard enough to become 24th in the world? Yeah, for me, it was just starting small and seeing what, what was working, what was not working, and then kind of turning that strategy around to bigger and better tournaments. Um, even though I am 24th, I have not had a takedown in esports. I've had like 10 top five finishes in over 20 days, which is great. Everybody would be great, but I'm like, I want the takedown. I want the number one. But for me, it was just um, 
learning the process, um, dipping my toes in the water, I guess you can say. And then from there, I just increased my bankroll or I increased my bankroll a little bit more. And then I just kept winning more and more and more and then investing more and more. Um, Of course, as you play higher entry dollar amounts, there's more sharps in there. Um, So it makes it a little bit more difficult. But again, I'm welcome to the challenge and I have them one up once once in a while. We're going to get you, you're, you're going to get that takedown one of these days and I'm excited for it. And the reason I asked those questions about esports, you know, maybe when sports come back and everything's back to normal, you continue to play, maybe you don't. But just for any person out there listening, thinking about getting into DFS again, whether this is, you know, normal times and all sports are back or it's just the esports, take it from the pros, right? Don't, don't go super hard. Don't put one lineup of 50, you know, at a $50 entry in and expect just because, you know, the team over here at Wendaly or anywhere else is helping you practice. You have to structure, you have to learn these guys. Yes, they can give you a lot of the information, but they can't give you, you know, a hundred different lineups to make every single night. That's pretty difficult. Obviously we have tools. We have a lot of different things. We have so much information over here as well, but it's also, you have to learn and understand what's going on and more importantly, why it's going on. We can help a significant amount, but you still have to learn. And that goes for pretty much any beginning player. So is there any other information or, or any other advice that you'd give to veterans, beginning beginners, someone like myself, a little bit more in that intermediate area? Like what, how do you kind of just help me or, or us along a little bit more, whether it's esports or again, just these normal, normal times. So it's, it's again, I'm not, this is not a promo or anything, but you know, look at when daily sports, um, look at our articles. We have projections up now. Your projection model. Um, we're on Discord 24-7, pretty much, if you just like. Uh, Papa Mizrahi, me, David Jones, the works. And, and really, it's just pick our brains to see what we're doing in our process because what we're doing is, is working, and we want to share that with you. So it's really, if you want to learn, you know, ask the pros. Don't You can do what I did and, and put money in and then see what works and what doesn't. But again, you have no idea what's going on and you just start clicking guys because you like their names, Gim Goon and uh, Yuki and uh, what is it, Fofo, you know, all these guys over there, you just click because of their name, you're not going to win and you're not going to figure out the process. You know, really, I figured out by losing in the beginning and then I saw what the winners were doing and then I kind of used what they did and then did what I did and then I, uh, I made it work that way, so. And you made it work, my man. Uh, just a couple yeah. more questions for you. So going back to setting yourself up for success in life and in DFS, what are certain things that you do daily to make sure that you're always winning daily? <laughs> uh, for me, it's not make sure I have the time. So now in, in our life, um, there's time. So really what it boils down to is um, – do the the adequate amount of research. If you don't have the time, don't play. Um, you know, we say this with any sport. Even now, you should be able to have that. And then make a plan. Make a schedule. Say, hey, you know what? I'm working from 9 to 5. From 5 to 6, I'm going to sit down, shut down, put some headphones in, and just start researching on what, to, what I should do today. Um, and that's basically what I do. You know, I do it early in the morning. I do it early at night like early evening. And then I go into to lock pretty much, you know, I'll, I'll shut down to hang out with the fiance, watch her Netflix shows, pet the cat a little bit, but really it's having that plan, executing that plan um, and doing, uh, doing your, the adequate amount of research. 
again, don't click names because you like them. I love all the names in, in League of Legends esports. Um, but for me, it's just, I, I want to win money. I'm sure everybody else wants to win money. So it's just set that schedule. I can't emphasize that structure. Being structured is, is key. You know, if you're running around with like a chicken with its head cut off, you're not, you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, and if you don't have the time, then don't play. You know, you're just going to be donating your money. So donating your money to Javi. I think that's the most important part, right? And um, last question for you, man. Like, what does is, what is the trajectory you're on look like? You know, obviously being full-time, hopefully in only one of these jobs, hopefully it's in DFS and sports gambling. That would be pretty sweet. But what are you looking to do and what are you looking to accomplish on a DFS and sports gambling perspective and also uh, through a life perspective? Yeah, for, for DFS, it's to, to make a mill, make a million. I was very close to winning a million dollars in football. It was a sad day. I mean, it's still 40,000. I don't know why I'm complaining, but um, oh. yeah, it's not a million. It's not but a million. It's, it's, it's to make not just win a million, but profit a million. So that's my goal in DFS. And my goal is also to be in full-time DFS, you know, working on win daily full-time um, even more than I am now. And then also working to um, just focus on this because I'll have a lot more time on my hands. I can, I can be sharper. You know, I, I, I have my mistakes once in a while. No one's perfect. Um, and that's the key, but you know what practice does make perfect. And eventually with more practice and, and teaching everybody, um, the right ways, the right path, uh, you know, we can, we can all win. So, um, to answer your first questions, win a million dollars and, um, basically be on the DFS path full time, just focusing on this piece instead of, uh, the other measly job, they both pay the bills though, you know? Got to do what you got to do. Another part man. of the question, or no? Uh, like, what? What about in life, just in general? What are some of the things mm-hmm. that you're trying to accomplish? Uh, you have a fiance, so I'm hoping one of them's getting married. But hey, maybe you're one of those guys <laughs> that just gets you know engaged. There's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. In life, um, I want I want to get married. You know, right now the date is set for July 31st. As of right now, we're we're set in stone. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. All right, it's gonna be a courthouse wedding, so uh, we're gonna celebrate it in December. In, in Miami with our with both our families so in life it's to get married settle down be financially comfortable to to buy a house in San Diego San Diego is a very expensive place even with all the DFS winnings and my job it's still it's still tough to buy out here but you know with what's going on uh, maybe maybe times will change where it can be I can easily buy a place and Momo my cat can run her all over the place instead of you know running into the wall while I'm Mo- doing interviews. Momo so. deserves it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man, good luck. Congratulations to everything, Javi. I'm very excited to get to to work closer with you and uh, get to talk to you some more. Hopefully everything gets back to normal one of these days. But appreciate your time today, Javi Perlezzo, Mundelli fantasy sports writer, full-time DFS player, all-around great guy. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, man. Have a good one.